Welcome back into the opinionated sound room of ISM. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my taller brother, Josh. And this is Irreverent Sports Meandering, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. If you want to join in the irreverence, you can email us at ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. Remember, we are not experts, just fans. So if you don't like our opinion, we don't care. We have a great show for you tonight. We are going to go over our thoughts on the Super Bowl, break down our top five moments from any Super Bowl. Plus, but first, coaches, coaches everywhere. Where are they going and do I even care? Today is February 20th, 2022. Let's get irreverence. Josh, I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever, my friend. It has been forever. Holy like Almost right, I think we texted a little weeks. bit during the Super Bowl, but mm. but we didn't really talk at all. Um, but before we we get into all that Super Bowl stuff, all the coaches have been named. Um, all the teams have a coach: Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett; Bears, Matt Eberflus; Jaguars, Doug Peterson; Dolphins, Mike McDaniel; Texans, Lovey Smith; Vikings, Kevin O'Connell; Giants, Brian Dable; Raiders, Josh McDaniels. And the Saints, Dennis Allen. Uh, what do you think of these coach hires? I'll be a couple of them make make a lot of sense and aren't good, and then a couple of them don't make sense, but I think are good. Oh, and really? And then other ones are kind of just like, yeah, that guy was going to get a job. Of so, which do you think is the best coaching hire for the team? Uh, I think Brian Dable. It's a slam dunk. Ooh. Okay. I think. I think. Uh, um, the Giants really could benefit from his coaching, his coaching style, especially as it comes um, as it comes to their quarterback, uh, which is their name. His name is escaping me right now. Uh, Daniel Jones. Him? Yeah, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Uh, I so I mean, he's he's a really crappy Josh Allen, but like he plays the same kind of way. So I think that he could actually could get as much out of him as anyone can. And uh, they do have some offensive pieces that are be good. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see. But I think Brian Dable's a slam dog for sure. Okay. Um, I think the one that I'm most excited to see um, outside of obviously the Bears, Matt Eberflus, because uh, I'm I'm removing him from it because I actually do think it's a really good hire, but I'm kind of biased too. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers OC going to the Broncos. Um, I think this this could be really huge for the Broncos, especially if when they're bringing Nathaniel Hackett, they're bringing Aaron Rodgers as well. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And I think that's actually the whole game plan there is that the Broncos, they talked to um, Hackett and Hackett said, oh, I can bring you um, Aaron Rodgers. And if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, um, I got to say that they've got to be some some sort of Super Bowl favorites. That would make a lot of sense. I'm sure they'll shoot up on uh, Vegas's lines for sure. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. And, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but the Packers, um, they're so far over the cap. <laughs> so far over the cap. Mm-hmm. They can't bring back Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I know. So if Aaron Rodgers goes, Devontae Adams goes, whatever. And if Devontae Adams goes, Aaron Rodgers goes. You know, it works either way. I, I think we're going to see a new Packers team next year something different which will be exciting and i also think that Devonte adams has a chance 
to being a Chicago Bear wide receiver. That would be sweet. I don't think so. I think how much have... do you want to pay for him? He's a 30-year-old wide receiver. Oh, he's great. He, yeah. He's one of the top five wide receivers in the NFL, if not top three. Um, but he's 30 years old. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think Nathaniel Hackett was a pretty good hire. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that's where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up if he leaves. Yeah, me too. It would make a lot of sense, obviously. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't know what to do. How, how do the Packers do that, you know? Just let him go. I mean, I have no idea. Like, is he under? Is he actually under contract? He, I believe, he is under contract for this year. Wow. So they had a handshake agreement, I think, last year that he would come back and that would be his last year or something. But well, listen. now he's sending out cryptic messages and well, like, he's just, dude. He is. Oh man, he just wants everyone to talk about him all the time. I know. Oh, and we're falling into it. All right. No more Aaron Rodgers talk here. All right, so what's the worst hire? Uh, I honestly think Josh McDaniels is. Really? Yeah, I mean, I he was a terrible head coach for the Broncos. Terrible. And I don't, other than being under Bill Belichick for, um, you know, what is it, eight more years? No. Um, yeah, but he ran that offense. And he did, look how he, did. he helped what's-his-name mature. Yeah, but he did great before then too, you know. Yeah, like yeah, but he had Tom Brady then as well. Oh, that's true. He didn't have Tom Brady. That's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, I think uh, I think the Raiders are in some trouble. Also, um, how did you feel about Lovey Smith? Um, I feel like the Texans because they were. I think they were going to hire Josh McCown. Um, and then all this stuff happened with Brian Flores and they're like, oh crap, Josh McCown has no coaching experience, college or pro. If we do this, it's going to look super not okay. So let's just, let's just give the job to Lovey for a couple of years, lose a bunch of games and then fire him. Mm. I don't think they're going to give him anything. I think Lovey Smith is going to end up with a terrible team to deal, to work with. But he's yeah. a good defensive mind, so he'll get more out of them than most. Yeah, I'd say so. I uh, yeah, I don't. I hope the best for him. I don't think, given his stint with Tampa Bay and the Illini, I don't think he has much left in the tank. Yeah, being that but he's... the Illini was stupid. I mean, like Howard, he's not he's not a recruiter. He's a coach. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. college football, it's all about recruiting. Yeah. So like. It's not the X's and O's. And when he was with Tampa, like it was kind of the same idea that he's doing right now with with the Texans. They were just holding the spot for Dirk Cutter to get in there. They mm-hmm. they fired him after two years. Mm. And so they could bring in Dirk Cutter as their uh, head coach. You know, so I I don't know. I don't think he got a fair shake with with Tampa. That makes sense. I hear. So you. I hope he gets a fair shake. I hope he gets three good years, if not four. With the Texans, um, but I don't see that happening. Their their ownership is one of the worst in the NFL. Like they're they're run by a bunch of freaking monkeys. Did you know that their 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 team president um, used to be their chaplain? That's usually like that's success right there, right? Yeah, right. I think, there what, we go. Right. Let, like, let's get a I pastor in there 
to make football decisions who's never played football. That's a good yeah. one. I think there's 11 Super Bowl teams that have had pastors as head coaches, I think. I mean, that, and that's saying, and that's saying so I'm a pastor. I get it. You know what I mean? But like, no, that's that's the most ridiculous thing ever. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, my 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 bad coaching, my bad hire um, is going to be the Vikings, man. I, I don't like Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, whatever happened to Jim Harbaugh? Like, what did happen to Jim Harbaugh? I thought he was being named their head coach, which I was super upset about. So I'm actually super happy about this. But, yeah, me too. But, like, how the heck did Kevin O'Connell come to the top? Like, Kevin O'Connell was the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Do you know who the offensive coordinator is for the Rams, Josh? Mm. It's Sean McVay. Oh, yeah, duh. Sean McVay. <laughs> so yeah. he has never called plays, all right? He was dealing with an offense that had um, a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback that came in this year, all right? A borderline, and we don't know where Cooper Cup ends up or whatever. Like, and he wasn't calling plays. I, I, I just don't see it. And their offense wasn't as great as people want to say. Their defense is really what kept them in games. Yeah. You know, Aaron Donald and Von Miller. When they got Von Miller is when things changed for that team. Yeah, and Odell Beckham as well. Oh, yeah. Odell Beckham was a huge part of that. In fact, I thought when he got injured in the Super Bowl, they were going to lose. Well, like, it oh. did seem to have a, quite a negative impact. <laughs> they, it did. They went from he was, he was, scoring a bunch or, oh. you know, looking like a good offense to just nothing. Trash. So. Yeah. So Kevin O'Connell is my answer for for worst coaching hire. Um, and anything that goes to the Dolphins or Jaguars is going to be a bad hire. So. Mm. It is what it is. What do you think of Brian Flores now kind of the defensive assistant for the Steelers? Uh, it makes, I mean, probably makes sense. I, don't... I think it's a great idea. I, I think it's brilliant. Like, I think the guy is a, a brilliant defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate, I hate how he's, be, how he was uh, kind of villainized or the Dolphins tried to villainize him. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's the coaches. Um, is there any other coach that you think is interesting at all? Not really, no. What do you think about Doug Peterson? The I, hate Doug, I hate Doug Peterson. That'll, really? be, his la- that'll be his last uh, stint as coach. I give him yeah. two years, maybe. What about Dennis Allen with the Saints? Meh. Yeah, I know. I kind of felt the same way. He, he had that one stint. I think it was one. Was it only? It was two years. Two years with the Raiders. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Well, Josh, um, before we break down and go into our Super Bowl thoughts, I um, let's uh, let's do a couple things here. Uh, first, I, I guess you've got your question of the week. Yeah, this is a kind of an easy one, but uh, oh, I'm excited. Oh, really? An easy one? Dang it. Yeah, it's Super Bowl theme, so it's anything that has to do with Super Bowl is usually just a little bit easier. Um, sure. There are two teams who have lost five Super Bowls in the NFL. Name those two teams. The Broncos. Is that correct? Is that one of them? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that is correct. Okay, the Broncos. Um, oh, duh. No. 
Oh, I almost said the Bills. <laughs> I almost said the Bills. Mm. Oh, man, it's a tough one. It's actually not that tough. Well, the Bengals have lost three. I, I don't have an answer. I don't know. You really don't have an answer? Uh, it's not the Bills, right? No. Right? Um, the Raiders? No. It's the Patriots. Wait, wait. Lost five Super Bowls? Lost five Super Bowls. What? Yeah, they've, they've lost they lost the they lost in '85. Yeah. Oh, they lost the Packers. Yep, in the '90s. They lost the Giants twice, and then the Eagles. Oh my yeah. gosh! I'm very surprised you didn't get that. <laughs> wow, you just think about their dominance. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow, that's a great question. Wow, that's a good one. I'm gonna bring that to work tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, nobody else knows football like me there, but, you know, whatever. They don't even care about football, all right? They're like, okay, Dave, ask us another dumb question. <laughs> I know, but that we don't care about. <laughs> Who lost five Super Bowls? I don't know, Dave. <laughs> Josh, you sounded just like them when I talked to them. It's weird. Oh, man. Could you feel the eye rolls? <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Like, I always go in and be like, hey, did you guys watch the game last night? Literally They're... nobody says anything. Dave, like, you ask us this every week, and it's always no. It's always no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've actually started, like, watching a little bit of basketball because one of the guys at work likes basketball. And so I'll go come in, and I'll be like, oh, man, did you see the Bulls last night? And he'll be like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what the frick? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go through our top five Super Bowl moments of all time before we jump into our thoughts on the Super Bowl. Um, I kind of want to, for a lack of better terms, kick us off uh, with uh, my number five. All right. My number five is Devin Hester. Bears versus Colts returning the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Dude, I was going nuts. I, I jumped up and down. I hit my hand on the ceiling. I cussed. And if you know me, I don't cuss a lot. But I cussed. And I think that's why the Bears lost. God was punishing me. So I didn't. I wanted to put that on the list. But I decided I like great Super Bowl moments really only belong to the winners. I don't know if that's true. It is true. <laughs> it, it is true, actually. No, that, yeah. that, is, that actually is not true. That is not true. All right, then uh, I'll put then I, I'll put this one on that I wanted to put on earlier, but I did not. Okay. I'm replacing my my number one. Oh, then we have the same number one. Okay. Okay. Uh, my number five is not running Marshawn Lynch at the goal line in Super Bowl Forty Nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The uh, McCourty is McCourty. Yeah. McC was Malcolm it? Butler, Malcolm, Malcolm Butler. Butler. I don't know why I said McCordy. Malcolm Butler interception, just absolutely awesome. Because that that like oh. um, that acrobatic, not acrobatic, just freak catch by Jermaine Curse. Like it hit three of his limbs on the way down, and he caught the ball. 
and and then they were like on the one yard line and then everyone's like oh my god this like the Patriots are gonna lose and then it didn't happen because they didn't run Marshawn Lynch like man I know I could I I couldn't believe they didn't run Marshawn Lynch um the Patriots versus the Seahawks of course is the game we're talking about um and Malcolm Butler jumping that route was huge because if he didn't jump it it was a touchdown well the thing is is that like like who calls an in an in on the one yard line on first down with a timeout? I don't think, I don't think it was, time, was. It was it really first down? It was. It was not like third or fourth down. It might have been second down. Okay, it I thought not, it was third down. Okay. Because no, maybe that right. Maybe that would have made more sense then. Yeah, I don't think it was third down. Um, and then you throw it to uh, like one of your worst wide receivers, Ricardo Lockett. Like, yeah, that's not the guy I'm targeting for a touch, one-yard touchdown. Oh, like, yeah, no, totally. That, I mean, that's geez. insanity. That is absolutely insane. Yeah, no, they that was just stupid. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. What's your number four? Um, My number four, and I'm, I'm just looking up some stuff here real quick. My number four is uh, the Giants versus the Patriots, the David Tyree helmet catch. Um, okay. Like that's literally my daughter was born the day before. Um, I'm watching the Super Bowl. I'm rooting for the Patriots. I hate the Giants. I hate Eli Manning. I hate the the NFC East. So like I was uh, I was I was torched about that. Um, but that was an unbelievable catch. I mean, first of all, I'll say this: Eli Manning should have been sacked, but the defensive lineman was afraid of getting a penalty, so he let him go. But yeah. He didn't, yeah, Eli Manning didn't fight out of that tackle, like some people mm-hmm. say. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's he that's did, my number four. Okay. Who's your number Who's your number four? Uh, my number four is the uh, the Elway helicopter dive in Super Bowl 32. Oh, I almost put that on here because I actually did a speech um, on the NFL back in high school, and that was my um, my opening story was John Elway doing his uh um windmill dive ah yeah yeah do you remember yeah that was a that was a good game man Mm -hmm. Uh, you know another moment that happened in that game that i almost put on my list was uh when brett Favre threw the pass to end the game and it got tipped away because i just remember being so happy Mm. but probably not historical in any way um my number three is the Patriots Seahawks, man. The Malcolm Butler interception. Yep. That's the obvious one. That was such, such a great, 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 great game. Mm-hmm. One of the best ever. It was. I remember that night. Uh, the night of that game was like a, a bl- blizzard here in Chicago. And mm-hmm. I went to go drive my car to the local watering hole. And I got it stuck right on my parents' drive, pretty much right off my parents' driveway because there's so much snow <laughs> that ah. I had to push it back into the driveway. And then my buddy with an SUV came and picked me up <laughs> for the game. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, my number, uh, my number three is the helmet catch. So we okay. already yep. know what happened there. Uh, and uh, Eli did fight his way out. Um, what's your number? Uh, <laughs> Number two. My number two is the Saints versus the Colts. The Saints onside kick at the beginning of the second half. That was huge. Like nobody saw that coming. And it it changed the tide of the game. 
Yeah. The game, yeah. the, the, the Colts never, ever um, got back into it the same way that they were before. Mm-hmm. Which comes down to one of my points is if we ever do a list of biggest chokers ever in the NFL, it's Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. That's my number two. What's yours? Uh, my number two is the Philly special. Oh, with, where uh, uh, was it Zach Ertz? Threw a touchdown um, to Nick Foles? No, Wait. no, 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 no. It was um, the guy who played for the Bears. The uh, tight end that we picked up the very next year from, from them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Trey, yeah, yeah. Trey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, we can't come with the name. I like that we're just like, uh. Um. Whatever. Trey Lance. It's no. not Trey Lance. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's that... Trey something though. But yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, that was a. It was a much needed like because everyone who hates the you know Patriots like everyone on Earth, everyone's sitting there like, what are they going to do to put them away? And then boom, yeah, this Philly special happens, and everyone. <sighs> collectively took a sigh of relief and said finally they're gonna lose another one <laughs> like, no i was upset i hate yeah. the eagles i don't oh, too I but i hate i hated watching the patriots win after a while it's just it's just me, like it, to me it was like we're watching history happen you know what i mean we're never gonna see this again so i just was like let's keep winning them let's see let's see this never be broken let's see this greatest team i can tell my kids not that my or kid um, who doesn't care anything about the NFL, that I watched history happen. You know, a team will never, ever, ever win as many Super Bowls um, with the same, like, quarterback coach. Trey Burton. Yep, Trey Burton. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I'm just, uh, they already sealed being the best ever, you know, way before that Super Bowl ever happened. So I don't really like Oh, I, really? But, you think before that? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So, uh, well, why don't you go ahead and uh, give you give your number one? Um, you go ahead because I feel like you're not you don't you're not gonna you're gonna be surprised by mine. I am. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mine's the Rams, um, versus the Titans. The Dyson one yard short. Yeah, touchdown. the Dyson like six yards away. Yep. Mm, yep. Like that was, oh. My gosh, what a tackle! Um, I cannot remember who who made that tackle. It wasn't London Fletcher. Um, maybe it was London Fletcher. I don't I don't remember. But dude, that pass was so perfect, on point to Kevin Dyson. Dyson tries to get away out of the tackle, but can't by the Rams, and the game ends. The at that time was the greatest Super Bowl ever to be played. Now we mm-hmm. all know that the greatest Super Bowl since then um, is the. Uh, um, the Falcons and the Patriots, mm. the greatest comeback in NFL history in a Super Bowl. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's my number one. So my number one is from a losing team uh, in Super Bowl twenty-seven. Uh, Leon Lett intercepts the ball, returns <laughs> it for almost a touchdown. <laughs> I think, almost a, I think it was almost 100 yards. 
or it was close. Like it was a lot. It was a really long interception. Yeah, I'm he not was sure exhausted. if it was 100 yards. He was exhausted, but he was he was showboating at the end. But what he didn't realize is that Don Beebe, um, one of like the um, the Buffalo Bills, very not really well known, but you know, playmaking guys that they had in their offense. Yeah, fast chased, receiver too. Yeah, fast, and he he chased him down and knocked the ball out just before he crossed the 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 thr- the um the end into the end zone, and he recovered it so that his team got the ball back. So even though they still ended up losing. The, the, that particular Super Bowl that they were getting hammered, it was just a little bit of life that, like, you know, it's kind of one of those plays that you, you can tell your kids, like, that's how you should always play, just like that. <laughs> like, doesn't matter right. how far ahead of him he is, keep keep chasing him down. Um, exactly, yeah. Was that, yep. actually, was that Super Bowl 27 or 28? Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm I not think sure. it was 28, actually. Uh, maybe it was 27, I don't remember. Uh, look it up. But yeah, that 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 uh, that Bills um, team that lost four in a row. I think that was the fourth. That might have been the fourth one. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was a huge moment. That was a huge moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Josh, you're right. You did surprise me with that first one, man. Um, but let's move on to the most recent. Uh, we watched the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56 uh, Rams and the Bengals. What were your thoughts, man? The, you know, I didn't realize this until I was talking to one of my buddies. Um, the game seemed a lot more fun than it was. Like, it was a close game. That's a good game. But really, like, the defenses really slowed that game down after, like, the first uh, quarter and a half. Like, mm-hmm. really slowed it down. Um, and Which is what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, that's what kind of I felt like that's how the Bengals were going to win, so if their defense could really slow them down because I knew their offensive line wasn't going to hold up. Um, but uh, oh, you thought they were going to win if it was like that, if the bank, if okay, if okay. their defense could slow down the Rams, even if they were slowed down because they obviously were going to be slowed down because their offensive line is not very good. Right, um, right. So, so that's what they needed, and yeah, it just didn't work out. Well, um, we made our picks. You picked the Bengals to win, and I picked the Rams. Um, and uh, obviously, the Rams won, and so I won that. That's cool. Um, and I, I said that they would win predicated on Aaron Donald and the pass rush. And I don't think I was wrong. No, you were pretty much wrong. right. He got sacked, what, the, seven times? Seen as the game ended with uh, Vaughn Miller tearing him to the ground. <laughs> no, no, Aaron Donald. Oh, that was Aaron Donald that had him. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Donald was the, he was the game breaker, man. He the last two plays, um, uh, one was the remember that one where they ran the ball and he pulled him back. He pulled the running back with one arm back before he could get over the first down line. Mm-hmm. That was unbelievable. But Aaron Donald took over. Um, this is my other thought. I'm going to say this right now, and I want to know what you think of this. The Bengals will not be back in the Super Bowl next year and maybe not again. Hmm. I mean, uh, I don't see why you would think that they have a lot of young talent, which is like the opposite of what you want on a team. That's not going to like going to go back to the Super Bowl. So they have a ton of young talent and they're all under contract and all okay. they need is a couple of offensive line pieces. You the make defense... really, really good points. You make really good points. All right. There was another team that was like that. Okay. The Miami Dolphins. 
I'm sure Dan Marino going to the Super Bowl in his second year, being the hype, thought, oh, there's no way this is going to be the only Super Bowl I ever get to. But it was. Yeah. It was because he ran into players like Jim Kelly and players like John Elway. Um, And that's what Burrow's going to run into. He's going to run into Patrick Mahomes. Mm. He's going to run into, if Aaron Rodgers moves to the AFC, he's going to run into that. He's going to run into um, uh, the kid from uh, the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Like, better quarterbacks, whatever. Um, But I I think that's what's going to happen. I think that the Bengals peaked. And that's all we're going to get. Yep. And I, well, I don't know why I said yep. I understand (laughs) what you're saying. Um, And I do kind of, like, I do kind of get what you're saying. Like, the, the Patrick Mahomes is really the, is going to be the story of this era. Not, not. Oh, what about Josh Allen, too? But. No, I don't know about Josh. I feel like he's going to fizzle out. Um, but, you know, that's true. But I still think Burrow is going to be kind of that. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if there's like a good a good guy in history. But basically, you know, the Joe Montana is going to be the Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, Burrow will be a slightly less lesser but but successful quarterback, you know. Elway, there you go. Elway, he could be the Elway. Okay, but Elway went era. to Elway went to uh, three Super, Super Bowl. Bowls before he ever won his first. That's true. Doesn't mean that. Yeah, Joe Montana had to retire. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and also, and also, that's <laughs> true. That's true. But John Elway also didn't have to deal with Montana to get to the Super Bowl. No, he just had to deal with losing to him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Burrow has to deal with Mahomes before he can even get to the Super Bowl. That's a, that's a valid point. So, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. We'll see what happens. We'll only know in 15 years. Um, we'll talk about this on the podcast in 15 years again. Um, Episode 1,000, 1,748. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so this is my final thought and something I want to discuss as well. Matt Stafford um, won a Super Bowl, right? He's not the Super Bowl MVP, but he won it. He didn't have his best game. Is he a Hall of Famer with this Super Bowl win? I think that almost he almost has to be kind of because he is better than Phil Sims for sure. Oh, he's better than Eli Manning, hundred percent. He's better than Eli. I I don't know if there's another guy with one Super Bowl that I could come up with like a good example, but I think he's good enough that he will be. To me, Matt Stafford is Phil Rivers with a. Maybe maybe a little bit better Phil Rivers with the Super Bowl. So I don't think Phil Rivers will make it, but I think Matt Stafford will. So Because Philip Rivers didn't win a Super Bowl. No, also because he wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, you hate that guy. <laughs> well, those are my those are my talking points that I got out of the Super Bowl. Did you have any? No, I mean uh, I think OBJ going down may have impacted that game more than, you know, normally a one wide receiver would. Uh, especially with how many good wide receivers they have. But, you know, he, and when OBJ is playing at his best, which he can do, he's still, you know, what, 29, 30 years old? Like, he, yeah. He's ever I'm excited been to see what he does next year with them. Um, yeah. 
I mean, we'll see. I w- was he on the the last year of his contract this year, though? I wonder if he's going to be back. I don't know. That I don't know. Are I don't know. I didn't do any research into that, so I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah. To see. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the Bengals' offensive line, they just – they're a few pieces away from being utterly dominant on offense. Right, right. So there's that. Well, Josh, uh, today is uh, February 20th. Uh, 2022, as I said earlier, and February 20th is the day that Tom Waddle was born. We're going to do our greatest player born on this day, um, and we're going to pick Tom Waddle, uh, the oft-injured but t- super talented wide receiver of the early 90s Bears. He went to Boston College, and he wasn't drafted out of Boston College, but he signed with the Bears um, and sat for two years. He sat for two years and it wasn't until there was like a depletion of wide receivers because of injury <laughs> that he came in um, on a Monday night football game um, and had eight receptions for 102 yards. And then he got injured for the last four games of that year <laughs> and then came back for the playoffs and had nine receptions for 104 yards in a losing effort to the Cowboys. Then Mike Dicka was go ahead. He had, two tu- he had two touchdowns in that game, too, I think. Oh, he had two touchdowns? I did not know that. All right. Mm -hmm. And then um, the next year, uh, he was a starter in 92. um, And and he was injured again. um, But he was on the team. And then that year, things got a little rough. And Mike Dicka was fired. Um, And in 93, he led the team in catches and yards. Josh, do you know what that number of catches and number of yards were? I do not know. No, what is it? 44 catches, 552 yards. Well, our team was terrible. <laughs> I know that was my that was my that was my thought too. Um and then after he did that, are you ready for this? Dave mm-hmm. Wanstead in 94 demoted him after leading the team in in yards and stuff um to get more fa- to get faster wide receivers out there. Um and then he got injured for most of the season. Yeah. And then he retired in 1995, and now he's a radio and TV host, and he'll always be a McNeely favorite. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the, one of those perfect kind of Chicago, the, one of those guys that Chicago loves, you know, just yeah, we works just hard. Him. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like Izzy Adonage, like those types of guys. We just love them. We don't know why they're not very good, but we love them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was he had great hands. Like if he could have stayed yeah. healthy, who knows what he could have done? You know what I mean? But well, he's um he's actually a radio show host here in Chicago on ESPN. Yeah, and he he was talking about like how he has eleven touchdowns touchdowns in his career. Nine of them are in the regular season. Two of them are in the postseason against Dallas. But he was so concussed that day that he doesn't even remember scoring the second touchdown against Dallas. Really? So concussed he didn't. He's like, he, I, to this day, he's like, I still cannot visualize myself or even remember the fact that I had two touchdowns in that game. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. It was, it was a different NFL, wasn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Nowadays, if you're concussed, good luck. You're not seeing the field for two weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unless it's the playoffs, then, then, then they throw everything out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... February 20th, Tom Waddle uh, was born, and he he just kind of leapt into our lives, and we've loved him ever since. But uh, there wasn't 
anyone else that was any good that was born on February 20. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was a dead day for NFL players being born. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, he only had one touchdown in that game. Sorry. It was just he doesn't remember that one. He doesn't even remember that then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's crazy. That's awesome. All right, Josh. Well, let's get into our hub controversy today. All right. Um, This is the moment when I bring up something that Hub Arkish, uh, the great seer of all seers um, uh, in Chicago, um, something he said about the NFL. And I ask you if you agree with it. And then we kind of go back and forth on that. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right. So the hub controversy today is Hub said on uh, um, the speak. Parkinson Spiegel show. He said that he doesn't believe Allen Robinson will be back next year because Allen Robinson wants a lot of money, um, but he had his worst season ever and the bears aren't going to pay him and no one else really will either. But he, due to those reasons, he doesn't see Allen Robinson coming back. Do you agree with this statement? Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that was that was uh, that was scary for a second. I I, I really thought we were going to go hardcore blows there. But that was the hub controversy this week. Um, before we get out of here, let's do a little bit of other sports talk. Uh, the NBA um, All Star Game happened. Dave, did you? So on the same, did you on the same day as the Super Bowl, the uh, the Phoenix Open was played in golf. Yeah. Did you? We forgot to kind of mention this. Um, yeah, two golfers took off their shirts during a, a golf open. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> they were like throwing beer cans onto the course. Like <laughs> I didn't know that. Like straight up, like I, I don't even what's that movie with uh, Adam Sandler where he was a golfer? Oh, Happy Gilmore. Happy uh, full on Happy Gilmore stuff going on. That is so freaking funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, uh, just well, because of that uh, little note, Josh, I'm not able to talk about disc golf. So people, you'll have to wait till next week. But until uh, until we meet again, uh, stay cynical. Bye.